Welcome to Sports Trebuchet. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. And I'm Josh. God, that pause was not intentional. I just, I totally blanked. <laughs> it started. Uh, happy, happy birthday, guys. Oh, thank you. How it's old adorable. Are you now? Uh, one years old. We are one Aww. year old. Call me uh, when you're this many. Guys, uh, listeners, this is our one year anniversary. When are we recording this? This is the 26th, and I think the 27th of September last year was our first uh, our first episode. Do do you guys actually scratch that? This episode is basically us reminiscing was, about the year exactly that was. It was exactly one year today, by the way. Was it, it was today Wednesday for twi- sure? Wednesday, Wednesday the 26th, bro. We used to be Wednesdays, remember? We started. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, we're on Thursdays now. That's a good point. Yep. Look at us. So we're going to talk about the last year, which is a whole lot of fun. But before we do that, do you guys remember how bad our first episode was? <laughs> yes. I, don't, very... I haven't listened to it since, but I did see that we talked about Barry Sanders. And uh, I believe that most of the podcast was actually just watching highlights of him. Uh, and as this is an audio me- uh, medium, it, it probably didn't translate incredibly well. Yeah, it was it was me just listing off stats as you watched a video of a guy you never really seen before. And and to add some backstory, when we first kind of thought of doing this show, I think originally we were just we're kinda of like, okay, cool, we'll just we'll shoot the shit, we'll talk about what we want to talk about. It might be football, it might be soccer, it might be wrestling. And then I remember very specifically Josh being like well, we might need to be more focused because there's a million podcasts that are like that, right? Yeah. And and so we thought, cool, let's do because we always I always felt like I learned something from Josh about soccer. I feel like we were always trying to teach him about historical aspects of the NFL and maybe college football here and there too. And I was like, cool, we can do maybe a sports history podcast kind of that just addresses different players or teams or uh, you know, sports lore, I guess. And that was really a cool idea, I think. And that's also what leaned us into that trebuchet name, too, other than the memes. <laughs> Entirely fair. So when we did that episode, I remember walking away from it being like, yeah, it's going to get better. And anybody that's never done a podcast, it's amazing how hard it is even when we were all in the same room to get the beats right even though we talked to each other for almost uh what over a year for all three of us but i've known kyle for 13 years and i've known josh for a little over a year at that point (laughs) yeah well yeah it was just weird kind of trying to put on a show (laughs) it's exactly what it was it was trying to put on a show and make it sound natural and sit there and still have normal conversations like we usually have it's the right. talking over people too right like we talk over each other all the time whenever we're talking but yeah. talking over each other in a podcast makes it feel like a piece of shit so you had to you had to <laughs> really get conscious of dialing back um and i know that was something for all of us because i still see it now where you, like someone takes a breath because they know they want to interrupt but they can't <laughs> well, I think that it goes to kind of our style of communicating anyways, where if we're riffing off an idea or riffing off a bit or a joke or whatever, in real life, kind of inner, kind of overlapping over each other works. But especially because most of the time we do these shows, we're in the same room. It's one microphone. You can't really modify the input. You can't you know, put any tracks in check and it just ends up sounding kind of like a mess. Us just talking over each other, like you said. It was really hard when we had, you know, when we experimented with four people. Oh, we had NASA. Yeah. Yeah. NASA, NASA was, uh, for everything he did bring to the show, including an insane amount of enthusiasm he was all about jumping in there in the middle of what you're saying. And and I, and not like I'm not guilty or we haven't been guilty, but I think in the last five, 
to 10 issues we've done that hasn't been nearly the issue that it was the first 10. No. And maybe one of the bigger catalysts of that was when we had Bobby come on and we basically just said, let's let him run, you know, where we were just kind of listening and letting it happen instead of talking over him and being just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, kind of giving them enough rope is kind of what we joked about, but it ended up, I think, teaching us all how to slowly or to calculate what we were going to say when we were going to say it. I don't think about much. <laughs> he doesn't. I can, I can <laughs> just test to that. I just allow <laughs> it to happen. I'm not, I'm not thinking about what I'm saying half the time. Well, that's, that's probably a pretty good segue. So, did you guys pick particular issues that were your favorites or particular moments? Because I kind of have a mix of a few of them. So okay. I wanted to I wanted to just I went through the podcast notes on each of them uh, and just pick moments. I didn't really pick episodes all the way through. Um, okay, so I just yeah, I did like the particular same. Bits. Kyle, yeah, similar situation? Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Okay, so let's start with with Bobby then while we're at it. Josh, <laughs> do you want to talk about the the precipice of the Bobby relationship? Yeah, I can do. Uh, when I looked into looked over that cliff and saw saw that the earth had, a, had an edge. Um, <laughs> so I was at work uh, chilling getting ready to go home and I don't even know where the conversation oh I do know where the conversation went so we were talking about the weather as all dull people do and we were talking about the fact that the sun was out and it was super late and Bobby turns around to me and he goes you know it's not the same sun as 20 years ago right well the person next to me is like totally baffled and I'm looking at her and she's looking at me and I'm like, did I just hear that entirely correct? She's like, yep. He said the sun isn't the same sun. So I pressed him on it, on the issue, asked him a little bit more. And he was like, yeah, man, uh, I have these uh, blueprints right here to show you that this is a fake sun. Have you never noticed how less yellow it is? Well, uh, needless to say, after that conversation, I did an incredibly good job of keeping a straight face, by the way, because at this point, it really was my job if I'd have absolutely ripped piss out of him. So uh, <laughs> I decided that the next day I needed to get with you guys and make this a thing. Um, we needed to make this a conversation that went on longer than 13 minutes. So we talked to him. We finangled it. It took about 8 million years to be able to get him on the show because uh, staying at his desk was not something he was an expert at or is still an expert at. But but we got him on, and uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Um, but I do want to say the, the absolute perfect moment, and I would not trade those four hours that I wasted for nothing um, just seeing Kyle's face at the end of the first issue. Uh, when he leant back in his chair and looked at me like he was ready to just end it all. And that really made me know I made the right decision. Yeah, I, I, I remember distinctly on the first issue that we recorded with him, he had to leave for about five minutes to check something. Because we, we all work together. We work in the same building. And he was on uh, a parallel team to ours, or at least to Josh and I's. Uh, Kyle makes big, made the big bucks at the time, so he was, he was making more money. Ridiculous. And when he left, and we hit stop, looking at Kyle, and it did look like he had just gotten done with a round with Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> and, and his eyes were floating, and it just he did he couldn't really look at me in the eye. He couldn't look anyone in the eye. He just looked completely shook. <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> uh, it wasn't even it wasn't even so much Mayweather it was just like he'd been walked down by a boxer just walked <laughs> down every time he tried to get away he just walked him down just kept punching <laughs> jabbing jabbing sun's aren't real 5G's gonna kill you your mum isn't really your mum your dad ain't really your dad they're holograms the earth's flat the earth's not flat 
there's multiple Earths. They're round. Now they're flat. Now they're spheres. Now they're eggs. It was I'm not, just non-stop. I'm not <laughs> sure that I'm not sure the Earth is flat. Actually, in ten minutes, I'm going to tell you that I do think it is because I've talked myself into it. <laughs> there's there's people that live underneath the the surface, but the Earth is but the Earth is is not round because the surface <laughs> is another dimension, and you just need to get work, brother. And the only way to get to it is in Switzerland. Or the North Pole. Yeah, through the CERN, the CERN <laughs> thing. So, what of the two Bobby episodes, I have one moment that's my favorite. And it's when he confused Marine Law with Maritime Law and then just kept saying Marine Law over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. That really is a good one. <laughs> and, and, and none of us had the... I don't, I don't think I even noticed it at the time. And I remember listening back with my wife and her going like, it's definitely not Marine law. <laughs> and I thought like, that's not, it sounded weird. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. First of all, I think the second episode of Bobby was the better of the two because uh-huh. it was less like theoretical shit. <laughs> also <laughs> less hitting more. on the desk, which at Jay Cranfield was quick to point out was the problem with the first episode. <laughs> Of well, all the things, of all the things that we experienced in that hour and a half, in the issue. Yeah, it wasn't him defending his points <laughs> on those theories. It was that he was defending it by hitting on the desk harder, and that was his justification <laughs> for being right. Oh, but yeah, I that second one. I mean, there was there was some really fun like banter moments in that one too, and it was also kind of fun with Brittany coming in and sitting in with us. On that one, um, it was just yeah that that one was a really fun one to me. Just the uh, just the banter that happened. Yeah, Marty that, my, saying that he could spend some time in Antarctica. Yeah, us trying to we our hypothetical Patreon to send me to Antarctica <laughs> for a week. Yeah, I think my favorite moment really was uh, of those two episodes was really just right near the beginning. Um, and I'd spoken to you two a lot about what I'd experienced in those 13 minutes of my day at the end of a Thursday afternoon. Um, but just seeing it come to life in front of my eyes and making you a part of that moment with me uh, just really made everything come together. I was like, see, I knew I wasn't making this up. I knew I hadn't just gone on some wild trip at half past five. This was real. These are real thoughts from a real person. Now you get to bathe in them with me. And that just made it all okay. And a wonderfully nice human being, too. Like, Yeah, I think like that's the interesting he's point. Super, if, super nice dude. If he wasn't as nice, and also if he didn't have such a smooth tone when he talked, there's no way we would have had him on a second time. Yeah. Who's to say we aren't having him on a third? Well, I mean, we can still have him on for a third. He's got more. We know that by how much he knew in the first <laughs> I'm two. not against it. No, no, no. We'll, we'll definitely have him back at some point. One of the. Um, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, this might be what you're get, getting to, but uh, as far as one of my favorite moments, it was the fact that we were so heavily toting the AAF for about three weeks. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was all hands on deck. We were Marty all still ex- has, a, uh, has his Orlando uh, Apollo's championship ring that he got from Steve Spurrier. Yeah, there's a banner hanging across my office right now that just says undefe- undefeated the Orlando <laughs> Apollo's uh, 2018, 2019 champions. The reigning, defending, <laughs> undisputed. <laughs> I, think, I think the thing with the AAF, for us... I think now, in hindsight, so Josh runs a successful podcast, right? And it's it's niche in the way that it's his team, right? Like, it's, it's Brighton Hove specifically, and it's a great show, but there's obviously an audience for it. And we didn't necessarily, in the, what we alluded to earlier, were us trying to figure things out. We were all pretty excited about another football league, I think. Like, obviously. Oh, then the whistle blew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, then, they had, then they had to play the games on the field. 
And I think that it was interesting that we got lucky enough that both Kyle and I drew very fun teams and that Josh drew just an absolute dog shit team in the Memphis Express. They were awful. (laughs) (laughs) And then we even included Nasta, who I'm pretty sure never remembered the name of his team to begin with. (laughs) Who was his team? He was the Arizona Hot Shots. Oh, he was the Hot Shots. I think the Atlanta one was the one he hated, right? Yeah. yeah, the Atlanta one was his enemy, which worked perfectly with him being basically an Panthers adopted fan. son of Charlotte. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I don't think I've ever shared how just beaten down I was that first weekend of watching the AAF. <laughs> just like it started out okay because the Commanders were the first game, and it was kind of a fun offensive game for them. But then I had to watch Memphis against what I think it was Birmingham that first Birmingham, week. Birmingham, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just sat there and I was like, "Oh my god!" It must be like what I would have felt like if I sat down and watched that Denver and Chicago game from a couple weeks ago. God, true fact. Just it, it was um, awful. It, it was yeah. There was there was I think did they go six weeks? I think they went six weeks. So multiply that. That's 30 games they played. There might have been four good games out of those 30. Yeah. And Orlando played in four of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I was lucky. Even though I knew I was watching a clearly better team destroy other teams, I was still kind of having fun watching it. But I I think, and Josh especially was harsh on it, but the promise of what the app was going to involve in terms of the watching experience that shit the bed and the league just followed suit yeah yeah, yeah they, was, they they did shit the bed they appealed to the uh the the they made it seem like it was going to be the like the european betting market type uh appeal and they had none of that they they couldn't get any gambling on it and then they also obviously said that this app was going to be tremendous in terms of uh, live kind of drama to add to it. And it, I don't think it even worked for two weeks, did it? I'm pretty sure it was like week two or week three it came on, and then it was just like worst graphics and football manager. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have it until at earliest week two, but it was also on delay. So no matter if, like I was watching it, using PlayStation view or like the bleacher report app. So I have the built in internet delay of like 15 or 16 seconds. And I was still, I was still like 10 seconds ahead of the app. It was dog. Yeah, well, so, no, you're, you're totally right. Well, and it was also the thing that like, yeah, you, they thought you thought you were going to be able to do prop bets, not a thing, but then, they didn't even update the app. Like there was like a week where this, the week was over and they hadn't updated scores. Like, yeah, there was nowhere for stats on there. There was no, <laughs> there was, it was just a thing to watch tackling dummies w- fall around on a field. That's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah. The only way you could get stats is to go follow some dipshit on Twitter who used like a, a scraper and written in Python to go the, through the play log data and tell you who got which. And so even then it wasn't that accurate because if there was like a turnover, it did not record it correctly. And so it's like if, if someone ran for 20 yards and picked up the fumble from the other team, they got 20 yards. It was just, it was, it was awful. Um, from the get-go. And honestly, I think it was, in hindsight, it was obviously a, an attempt to gain an audience for the podcast, too. And it was, it still remains, I think, the most downloaded episode, like, with a bullet. Which is wild. It's, dude, it was, it was a lot of downloads. Like, it was, it was impressive. And then, I think what hurt us anyways was the fact that we didn't record, but every other week which is great for us, but probably bad for a week-by-week league, and then the league just being dog shit. And falling apart before its first season ended. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even halfway through, were it? Didn't it? Didn't it, it was just halfway. Like week six? It, it yeah, it was six a little out bit of over. <laughs> Christ. Less yeah. than half if you count the playoffs. 
which would have been, I think, 13 weeks. Oh, dang, yeah, significantly less. <laughs> it just reinforced that, especially after coming off of, you know, NFL playoffs and then going to really kind of second-rate football. <laughs> oh, man, and I remember how people were pumped because that Super Bowl was so boring and it was like 13-10 to 10 or whatever the score was, 13-7. to 7. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, man, this high-flying this high flying AAF is going to really take a chunk out of the NFL we share. We don't kick the ball. Either. Yeah, it's going to be badass. And then, like, Zach, Mettner, Zach Mettenberger trots out there and can't tie his shoelaces <laughs> can't fucking read a can't read a magazine, and he's just standing out there getting hammered behind the line or just throwing just wild ass passes. Just so it's so yeah. unable. You got Trent Richardson out there who couldn't stay in the league even though he was a top five pick. And yeah, averaging he's two like yards a carry. Cow. Yeah, and he's like the best running back in the league at that point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, seriously. Yeah, didn't he get didn't he get three touchdowns in that first game? I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he had three touchdowns and 22 rushing yards or something like that. It was it was because the, the team was just bad, and everybody thought that uh, God, what was the quarterback for the Birmingham Iron? Uh, uh, oh Luke, God, Lewis. Lewis. Oh, I keep want to say God. Black, but he's he, w- he went to the Eagles. Luis yeah, Ruiz. Yeah, no, it's it was it was a Hispanic name. It was I want to say Suarez, but I know that's not right. Um, <laughs> Cut back. This one, his name was. Wow! Even the wiki doesn't even have like the Perez. old monster. It was Perez. Luis Perez. Luis Perez. Yep. It was Perez. Who's who? It's earned him a, a role in the NFL. So good for him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's fine. Josh, give us give us a moment. What a what a what, what's another thing that popped you during our our uh, existence? I have a couple, but we'll start with uh, your Colin Kaepernick delusion. <laughs> how you how you feel currently with Lamar Jackson uh, and his run in the league right now, um, and whether you still want to believe that Kaepernick could do a better job than Lamar Jackson, uh, pound for pound, right? Now. No, yeah, the, I was looking, same thing with the notes, because I think it was like our third episode or something, wasn't it? It was, uh, you know what, no, it was issue number six, and at the time, what I you're was saying... You were beating my ass down, you were beating my ass down about Blake Bortles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that was easy <laughs> that to do, because he started. was very yeah. poor, yeah. And then I did that on, it was December 6th, 2018, and... Not to say that I was like 100% committed to it, but there, I, I definitely meant almost all those picks at the time of like who I'd take at the moment. Um, but I, don't, I think it probably took two more weeks and I would have changed half of those because those quarterbacks turned it around or they did something else. And then since then, I know it's just kind of been a bit, so I just kind of kept the bit up because the Kaepernick question is such a it's such a triggering question for so many people out of the blue. Uh, I think I even asked Bobby about it on one of the on one of the, on one of the podcasts. Uh, to be fair, to be fair, I did say when we went through every quarterback that I had a hard time picking between Bortles and Dak Prescott at the time, and um. Joke's on me. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I wonder, I, I'd like to listen back. If anyone feels like, feel free to do it. Uh, issue number six. If I said Trubisky over Cap or not. Because. I th- yeah, you did. I, did I really? Yeah. Well, see, it's it's an ever fluid concept. Uh, <laughs> the Kaepernick standard. It's a subjective art form. It's a, it is a subjective art form. God. The episode after that, issue number seven, I actually had uh, two things that I wanted to bring up from there. One was maybe one of my favorite stories that Josh has told in the podcast, and it was the the Ali Dia story, which <laughs> yeah, was fantastic. <laughs> and then it was with Nasta in the room, we were doing like the worst or funniest uh, gimmicks like the the names in sports right now, 
And I threw the name out of Tuna Altoona, to which Nasta just pronounced, oh, yeah, the Alabama quarterback, uh, whose name is actually Tua Tagovailoa. And it's probably the hardest I've laughed over any podcast we've done so far. <laughs> it was absolutely, it was, it, was, it was the perfect comedic timing that was totally, if Nasta wasn't there, it wouldn't happen. Well, if you want to go for Nasta, I have one for hitting Nasta too. So Nasta's Tom Brady tirade as well also <laughs> is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, didn't he call him a beanie in idiot or something? A bo- no, <laughs> Bos- the Boston beanie in idiot. It was weird because he had like this, like he hated Tom Brady and he hated Boston, but wasn't he like, he was still a fan of like the paid, like he, no, he hates the Patriots and he hates everything Boston, but he had like a, like a love affair with Brady. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, so he <laughs> loved Brady, but hated everything else. Boston. Yeah, it was, that was baffling. It was hard to wrap our head around. Um, it was really hard for me to wrap my head around, considering we're from the same area in the Northeast, and we both—I mean, we both are diehard Yankees fans. So it's you know, hate everything Boston, and just—I mean, I'll give Brady respect because he is probably the greatest uh, quarterback to ever play the game. But man, I don't like him. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, just because you respect a guy doesn't mean you have to like a guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but he had the <laughs> utmost respect for Tom Brady, which is just super weird. Mm-hmm. Yep, your respect. Kyle, what, I was, mean, what was the moment out of all these issues where you were beaten down the most with Josh and I? Do you have a particular uh, moment? Because I know we probably hit it at some point. Was it me asking you to tell the poop story? And you, uh, just, and you were refusing. <laughs> you didn't even ask me. I was I was motioning off camera. I'm not. T- I'm not. Telling yeah. You oh yeah. It was. It was that Jonah Hill. It was the Jonah Hill gif of you just doing like the the cut the neck then cut the neck uh, physical motion to tell me to stop. And I was like, no, you have. You don't. You have. You have some. You don't have some. You do. It's it's never coming out. You you guys know it. I'm never telling it. <laughs> yeah, we that's, we know it secretly. You know deep, what? That's if anybody wants to donate, if animals. anybody wants to donate to the show, Kyle will record it and send it to you. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> Ten dollars. Let's start a Patreon. Let's start a Actually, Patreon, and our highest donators get Kyle's the third story. third tier on the Patreon gets the Kyle shitting himself story. <laughs> I'll tell you what beat me down was the fact that somehow you and our fake producer Kyle decided to somehow work me into a bet where I had to talk about how wonderful you guys were. Yeah, oh, that that's was a good one too. Yeah, that was it was the most awkward thing about it was how hard it was for you to find something endearing to say to for about both of us. It really it really kind of hurt my feelings. Well, you know, it's it's what happens. <laughs> he doesn't sound all overly upset by it. I mean, the, honestly, <laughs> the funniest part was that Kyle in Texas uh, and you have never met in person and the only real experience or interaction you guys have had because before then we didn't have our group chat I don't think was just playing Call, Call of Duty, Duty together right like it was just it was solely <laughs> that maybe FIFA once or twice <laughs> yeah that's that's all the interaction I've ever had is group chat and Call of Duty you know what Kyle one of my favorite things and and it reminded me almost immediately speaking of producer Kyle so our second issue we recorded the first one. It kind of sucked, right? And the second one, Josh had something to do. So I was like, cool, we're starting off great. Second issue, Josh can't make it. So me and Kyle are going to do this thing solo. Or I guess duet versus trio. The hot man thing? The hot man thing, which was fun, but also, again, visual medium. And I didn't know some of those people. So I can't imagine how many, if we had 100 listeners... And they were all looking up pictures on their phone as they're listening. It makes for a very, a, very, a very dangerous driving situation. But <laughs> Kyle knows all about that too. After watching me leave today, Jesus, I swear and he almost hit me. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't think, even almost hit you. Give over. <laughs> I, I think my favorite part about that issue was 
that I keep teasing that we're going to do a specific episode and we're going to talk about fixing American soccer and combining like the Mexican league with the United States league and all that other stuff, because it's a really cool conversation and we just haven't done it yet. Um, and I still want to do that topic because I think Josh has very valuable input, obviously in it, but I loved that we ended up leaving the show like that. And then it also was the worst because as we were going through the different teams, because it was like the USL had just announced like a tiered structure system. And we were talking about Liga Mexico and I stumbled upon the club Aguas de Calientes or translated to <laughs> Hot Water City. And I wanted, I still want to change the podcast name to Hot Water City. <laughs> like after, it's been a full year almost. Uh, it's been That's 54 been weeks up. and hot water no city. I, sw- I swear to God, I think hot water city once every other, maybe at least twice a month. I think of like, man, hot water city. What can I brand as hot water city? Cause I just fucking love it. I don't know why it just sticks. <laughs> I wish that, I wish that we could express in sheer volume to the listeners, how often Marty wants to change the name of the podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's possible to. I think like, I've only suggested always, it like four times, like four big times. A week. No, it's like just once about, a month. <laughs> just about every time a cool phrase comes around, you're like, "Let's oh, do it. Let's make the podcast this." <laughs> well, I mean, it, it would only make sense since we named ourselves after a fucking meme, anyways. So what else? <laughs> Let's just follow suit with the meme culture, which which is. In five years, we're going to be the equivalent of like uh, the weird like baby that's drunk looking up meme from eight years ago with the name. And I'm just like, let's just switch it up. Let's just. At some point, we're not even going to have a name. It's just going to be a picture of a meme. What I'm going to do is I'm actually going to start five different shows and I'm going to use the same recording. And the only thing I'm going to do differently is at the very beginning, I'm going to dub over my voice with whatever the new podcast name is. And we're just going to hit everybody at the same time. Welcome to (laughs) Friday Night Chaos. Friday Night Chaos, Hot Water City. Do you remember any of the other suggestions I had made now that you bring it up? Marty, they're eight times a week, mate. Every lunch, it's not, someone it's, says a fun phrase, and you're like, "Let's call the podcast that." Like, oh, I've got bacon for dinner. Let's call that. Let's call that podcast bacon for dinner. I'm not. I would. Uh, first of all, that's simpleton bullshit that I wouldn't be up for. It's exactly bacon what you're about. Bacon for dinner. I'm surprised you don't want to turn it to "What about eggs?" You know what? Uh, what about eggs would be a decent podcast name. I think. <laughs> I, I, I think. See? If I if I had to That's choose the exact phrase. if I had to choose any of the bits, <laughs> it would be to change the show name to Broken Ankles Doofus Yeet. <laughs> Entirely fair. Uh, that's did a great we t- Did we ever tell that story? I think we did actually. No, we didn't tell the story, and the only thing that we even made reference to was one of the early issues. Randomly, as we're saying bye, Kyle yells it in the microphone before I hit stop. So uh, out there somewhere is just a random issue where Kyle yells, broken ankles, doofus, yeet. I think this is a perfect time for you guys to tell the story. Josh, go ahead. It's your story. So, yeah, it was only me. That's the craziest part. So I hopped on Rocket League, one of the greatest games of all time. uh, And I went on a bit of solo standard and I played with a lad and I'm pretty sure he was called Joker. Am I right? Does that ring, Maybe. ring you said, right Yeah, you said it, it. You said it definitely referenced. It was definitely a Joker reference. I don't know if it was just Joker. Maybe like XX yeah, was, Joker. Yeah, it was something like that anyway. But uh, this lad, um, he was fucking wheels off playing around. And he scored. And the first thing he does was type in all caps, broken ankles, doofus, nonstop. Right? <laughs> so then what happens next is that... Uh, we concede two goals, I think, and he proceeds to then also shout broken ankles, doofus, yeet to everybody else. Um, so I figured that he wasn't just doing a bit for his own goals. He was just enjoying the phrase broken ankles, doofus, <laughs> yeah. yeet. Um, so really, just any <laughs> opportunity to yeet a ball into the back of the net was enough for him to spray the message out to everybody watching the game. Uh, and just the way he loved life and the way he tacked onto that as much as he did. Uh, is pretty much an inspiration that everybody can get a hold of, right? No matter what. And it's kind of that excited. Uh, Don't be afraid. 
it's kind of the perfect phrase too because it's it's gender neutral, right? Broken ankles, doofus. It applies to any team, whether you give it up or whether you score. Like either way, broken ankles, doofus. Just it it resonates it resonates to this day. It, yes, it resonates. Resonates. I'm bad at pronouncing things. We know this. <laughs> so I do have another one for you. Yeah, because uh, I know we're cracking on. Um, an enjoyable cultural exchange on truck nuts. I had that in my notes too. <laughs> Did you and listen back to it? A real thing. Uh, I didn't listen back to it. I haven't listened back to any of them prepping for this. I just read all the notes and picked out some moments that I thought were ridiculous. And truck nuts was definitely one of them. We ended up. What just... about my crowning achievement? What about my crowning achievement of uh, the geography quiz? Uh, the geography quiz is definitely on there. Upset a lot of people. It was more controversial than I think anybody could ever have imagined. Um, a simple quiz on geographical. I think the con- I think I think the controversy stemmed from the what ended up being. It was twenty five or thirty minutes. Like it was a significant <laughs> chunk of the episode. Because I think and 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 I think it would have probably made our list anyways, but. Uh, at Jay Cranfill, who's been honestly the most dedicated listener to us, which I sincerely appreciate. Yes, he's seriously. Loyal. But because he's also sarcastic, it's always <laughs> it's always just criticisms most of the time, which is also great. But he said nothing like a you know twenty five minute geography quiz as he's as he's also hearing because at that point I wasn't editing the show or anything, so there's probably a lot of silent noise in there, and he's just hearing Nasta and I's ears smoking trying to think of fucking answers that we can't get. Kyle's nailing a lot of the questions, but he didn't do great either. It was a failure. It was you. Well, how many questions was it, Josh? Do you remember? It's a twenty. Uh, twenty, it? I think. Yeah. And, and Kyle, you got like thirteen, I think. Fourteen, I think. That's a C. That's a C. Well, I tell you, I tell you what, Jay, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, if you can pop back and have a listen for us, and what Kyle got, we'd love that. Do you have a 30 minute commute? If you do, <laughs> yeah, <through something. laughs> and, and actually, you know what? At Jay Cranfield, I challenge you to a quiz. Oh, we can. Oh, if, oh, if, Jay, if, Jay is, if Jay is willing, I would love to have him on the show for a quiz. Just and Josh, who should run? I guess we don't know what we need to set. We need to set the rules, figure out who's going to run the quiz, what kind of quiz it's going to be. And I think right. it could do well. Well, we'd have to co-host it. We'd just have to ask alternate questions. Oh, so is he going to be the only person answering then? <laughs> We're just going to... No, so, no, me and you, and then we would make up, we would have questions, like seven each, say, and then they would all get, and then we would ask one each, so we would just ask Kyle and Jay the same questions and get the answers um, and nail it that way. Okay, I like that. I like that idea. The gauntlet is thrown. <laughs> Uh, the come at my title, bro. The nickname tournament we did was a lot of fun. The closest, uh, the closest I've ever been to being sacked in my life. For what you were saying. <laughs> For what we were all saying. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, some some highlights team wise. In fact, I think this was the final four. It was the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, the Scottsdale Community College Fighting Artichokes. The KV Mechelen Crappers and the Hartlepool United Monkey Hangers. And if you haven't listened to that, it's worth just hearing the story of the Monkey Hangers and how they came to be. But there was another team, Kyle. Do you remember the name of them? Uh, it was an Impumlanga. What was the, the mascot? Do you remember? Um, I think that that's something you would want to say. No, I think you can do it. Do it in your Gordo voice. I don't. I. I don't actually. I don't remember what the name was. It was. I know it was something incredibly offensive. Josh, do you remember? Uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure they were uh, the dangerous darky. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Uh, from the Puma, from the yeah, the Pumalanga black um, cases or um, something Pumalanga like that. or something. Yeah. And weren't they from South Africa? 
Yes. Which makes it even worse because of apartheid and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's you know, the thing. You know what the best part is? Is that they formed to make the Black Aces, the, the Umpumlanga Black Aces, and they're a real team that you can play as on Football Manager right now. Yeah, I don't. I think they only kept that that uh, that other name for like two seasons. I think when we ended up looking it up, which was disappointing. Yeah, I think so. Or the probably fact that we put it through one round was probably even worse. Yeah, it was it was tough because producer Kyle put it together and he put together a fantastic tournament, and he did that. And I know why he did that, and it is funny and it's a good bit. And it felt disrespectful because, in in all sincerity, it is a very funny, very funny team nickname. But I did not feel comfortable saying that over and over again to a podcast that I knew people that I worked with that listened to it. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> and after saying it once, it was enough for me. Well, watching us all cringe as we're trying to as we're trying to make the argument for it, and then quickly backing away after it went through one yeah. one round. Yeah, just dropping it as quickly as we could. Yeah. Gave it the respect it deserved and then just saw it off. Fuck off. Before we wrap up the show, uh, do y'all have anything else from, from last year that really sticks out? I only have one more. Uh, okay. But I feel like I've done a few. So, Kyle, if you've got more. No, we kind of hit a bunch of the real highlights for me. Um, I mean, obviously, like any of the... Uh, the wrestling heavy ones have always been fun when we looked at like cards and stuff like that. Yes. Um, those have always been really fun and done like project predictions for that. And I mean, I know what's going to be on next year's is probably going to be what we do in a couple of weeks. Cause I think that's going to be incredibly fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that towards the end when I kind of talk about the, the format stuff. Mm, yeah. So, uh, my final one then, um, were the and I still don't really remember much about it at all. I couldn't tell you who it was about or any of that sort of stuff. Uh, but the enjoyment that you had uh, from my dramatic readings of the victory parade. Oh God, the Brett Hall thing. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. Uh, I, I honestly totally forgot about that, and you totally botched the tone. But that's what made it better, like, like just because it, it was so. It was twice the speed. It was nice and clear. It had punctuation. <laughs> it was coherent. Um, it wasn't said by a guy that was ass drunk at noon. <laughs> it truly was uh, two very different speeches. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the experience. And I we went blues. We, we, already, we already did it. We already did it. You know what? That's a good podcast name. It probably is. <clears throat> and and I'm going to kind of segue this last note into the uh, kind of the future of the show. If you guys don't have anything else. I'm good. I'm done. Okay. I've cool. got nothing. So, so I've, one of I've the cool, had nothing. One of the cool things. <laughs> yeah, it's been a year of nothing from Kyle. <laughs> I think uh, so. One of the things that the show has spawned was actually a college football show that Kyle and I do with our buddy Jeff, who we also happen to work with. And once we started doing that show, we were using the Trebuchet feed. It's now on its own feed, so feel free if you want, run pod option. But it's an important part of this equation because I really love college football, right? And I love doing that show. And that show specifically, I like to edit it, make it sound clear, make Kyle sound good, make Jeff sound good, make me sound good, and and take my time because it's something we all really love. The same way that, that Josh, when he records his podcasts, is careful with what he says, he's calculated, he does his homework and everything else, that's the kind of show it is. And because that's a weekly show right now, it is a lot of work, right? Like, I mean, there, there's some prep yeah. time. There's some, and, and it's not work because we enjoy it, but it's also like, you don't want to just come in sounding like uh, a dipshit or anything either. I'm going to tell you right now, it was incredibly hard going in a couple of weeks ago when I was coming off of a wedding where I honestly had no idea what happened in college football. Right. <laughs> right. And, 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 and the benefit of that show is that 
you know, we can, we can call on other people to sub in, but it's also easily done with two people, just like Trebuchet has been. Whenever Josh mm-hmm. and I have done an episode or just you and I have done an episode, Kyle, it's still been just as easy, like, like no issue. But I kind of had this crisis when it was happening because I was like, cool, I'm putting all this effort into run pod option. And I want to put that effort in for Trebuchet, but I kind of lost, um, I couldn't see the forest through the trees because the whole bit about Trebuchet, and I think truly the reason we wanted to all do this anyways, was it was a time to, to bunk off and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. We all live in Charlotte. We're not particularly close to one another. And since we work together, that's great. But we get to kind of record in a, in a room, just us. Uh, maybe the lights are off. Maybe pants are on. I don't know. And, and we usually enjoy candles. It. Yeah, definitely candles. Um, but we, we edit out the shit. smooth R and B. It's piped in only for us. We have one ear ear pod in, um, just to make sure we can hear it, but we really enjoy it. And the benefit of us riffing is we get to hang out with one another. That's cool. But also we just kind of do what we want to do. Like whether it's, just shooting the shit within an hour and going to 20 topics, going to two topics, whatever it might be. But we're making a concerted, I don't know the right word because I'm an idiot. We're making an effort moving forward to... You, you nailed it. Concerted effort was Is right. it concerted effort? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're making a concerted effort to basically treat the show like we originally wanted. Laid back relaxed we each bring whatever we want to bring to the show because there's not going to be a shortage of things to talk about we've always got something to talk about um and then also featuring uh more guests kind of moving forward the different characters we we work with the bobbies of the world we had alan on uh just an episode ago that was a lot of fun that all have different interests and it can kind of drive a lot of cool different conversation whether it be Soccer, wrestling, football, uh, conspiracies. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we know we know someone that likes Bitcoin. Maybe we could have him on about Bitcoin, uh, Trey. <laughs> but like, but being able to kind of do whatever we want to do, and then the only time we're really preparing for stuff is when we have kind of a big, uh, a big idea that we want to do. And and Kyle alluded to it earlier. Uh, in fact, just because I'm talking so much, Kyle, do you want to kind of talk about what that idea is that we're going to do in two weeks? Sure. So basically, um, if anybody watches wrestling, uh, we know that we're basically doing a giant reorg in wrestling right now where they're going to have another draft. They're going to actually split up the brands in WWE. They've moved NXT up. This is all part of the kind of war that's going to be going on with AEW, which is kind of fun that this is something that's happening again. There's going to be a lot of wrestling to talk. It seems like, uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to sit down. We've all drawn our brands. There's three brands and we've drawn a uh, draft order. We're going to go snake. We're going to have our own draft and then we're going to have a, we're going to book a pay-per-view afterwards to, uh, basically get, get new, uh, champions and see. And I think it's going to be incredibly fun. Yeah. It's going to be Marty's going to, Marty's going to pick the hipster team. So, Dana Brooke gonna get dra- drafted first. Dana Brooke. <laughs> I don't think um, I probably will have the hipster team, but that's because I watched. <laughs> I, I do watch. I have watched a lot more indie wrestling, I think, than you guys have. So there's are, a, there are guys that yeah. suck in WWE. <laughs> like they just that aren't you're gonna good. push to the moon, right? That I yeah, exactly. That I just loved. Um, it's like it's like drafting it a shitty sure. receiver. Makes your distaste for uh, for AEW all the more confusing. I think it's. I think like, it's. You've probably... watched so much more indie wrestling. At, like, is it because like it was good when you were watching it because it wasn't so well known, and now they're bringing a lot of indie wrestlers mainstream? You don't like it anymore. Like, oh, gotcha. Almost like the uh, almost like the um, what was the name of that band that did uh, Little Lion Man? Oh, Mumford and Sons. Like how Mumford and Sons was really big, and then when they got popular, everybody tried to drop them. Uh, yes. No, I think I think oh. maybe uh, uh, probably not. I think so. Like Young Bucks, I've liked, and this is not not to get too much into it because we'll keep going. But 
I don't know. It's probably, and it's just as much WWE's fault. I'm just, I'm looking through it with, with different glasses, obviously, and biased glasses. But what AEW's done has done a really big shift in any, there's been a really big shift in indie wrestling because of it. And unfortunately, that's ruined, not ruined, it's really taken down the quality of like PWG. And Pro Wrestling Gorilla was prime stuff before. And they've always kind of restocked the shelves, but it's starting to get really thin because all these, because of the AEW kind of making everybody buy in more, it's taken a lot of indie dudes out. And that kind of bums me out. That's probably my like secondhand hatred for AEW. All this to get to the fact that Marty's team is going to be the Aurelius Ben of rest of wrestling shows. It will be, it will be an Aurelius Ben. It's going to be the, uh, the juice Williams. It'll be the, uh, Who's the giant dude you used to always draft in, in Madden or try to sign in Madden that would Ke- be your fourth uh, receiver? Keenan. Um, God, he was huge and he used to play for the Chargers. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember his name. But so the format. Kasim right? Osgood. Kasim Osgood. That's who it was. He was so <laughs> good, man. He was Osgood even. So uh, stupid. So shows like the one that Kyle's explaining that's coming up. We're going to put, you know, kind of homework or have a plan for it, but not all episodes are going to be like that. And I think that's what makes us us and what we really enjoy. And and on that note, the people that have listened and that continue to listen, we really appreciate you. Um, sorry but, for the AAF. Yeah, sorry about the AAF. If you're still yeah. here from that AAF, I would like to hear from you because we've taken an enormous shift from that AAF preview show, which we worked so hard on. <laughs> <laughs> And whoever's d- downloading us in Germany, I want to say hi to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those in Germany, uh, there's two or three in Ethiopia that are consistent. Um, they might have canceled it after we brought up that Mpumlanga team. Honestly, uh, I think uh, I know it's going to be a, a fun show moving forward. So we still appreciate it if you do want to share or tell people that you think are also be interested, um, and we want to hear your feedback still at Sports Trebuchet. But uh, we're gonna. We're going to relax and enjoy the show as we're doing it and and not try to dive too heavy to be something we're not. Can I get your agreement on that, Kyle and Josh? No. Yep. All right, Whatever Kyle. Say, yeah. <laughs> of course. On that note, um, we appreciate it, guys. We're also still going to be keeping it on a, uh, a bi-weekly show. It works for everybody. We've got busy schedules. Um, we have families and and uh, all hail sports trebuchet, yeah. Ah, yes, the superior sports siege weapon. Exactly. <laughs> Say goodbye, y'all. Bye bye. Goodbye, y'all. Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy, and I am Corwin Heller, and we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football. MLB and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.